There's a reason why in Florida, professional wrestling was deemed an essential business. Because it kicks ass. This is Heel Turns and Headlocks. And this is Bear DiGiulio and Brian LaPrey. I should just play the whole fucking song. Oh, there it is. There's a swear. Sorry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Hill Turns and Headlocks podcast. I'm your co-host, Brian LaPrey, and we're here to talk about the man whose all-time great entrance music you just heard, Christian. And if you're a fan of Heel Turns and Headlocks, you know that we love Christian. Christian Cage, whatever you want to call him, we're fans. And we, of course, is myself, Brian LaPrey, and Captain Charisma, Bear DeJulia. I wish I was that charismatic, damn it, but I'm not. Nevertheless, we are here to discuss a man who was that charismatic, is that charismatic, damn it. Last time we saw him, well, pretty much last week on raw but not the point point is christian has been away from the ring for a long time so you probably ask why are you talking about him well for one christian is one of the most accomplished men in really professional wrestling history a two-time wwe world heavyweight champion a former nwa world heavyweight champion two times over a multi-time ecw champion damn it and of course one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time one of the greatest tag team champions of all time throwing the european hardcore and light heavyweight titles he is the 11th Grand Slam champion in WWE history. Edge and Christian, one of the all-time great tag teams. Christian going to TNA as much of a factor as anything else in TNA rising to prominence to the level they ultimately reached. Call it however you want to call it. The man is a legend and he should be in the damn Hall of Fame. But that's another conversation for another day because today we are not looking at the past. We are looking to the future and we are questioning what if, just what if Christian and this brief little rendezvous, if you will, on Monday Night Raw engaging in some back and forths with Randy Orton, a longtime rival of his. What if this is a sign of a comeback? What if Christian is able to follow in the footsteps of best friend and former tag team partner Edge and is able to overcome the injuries that ended his career and make a comeback to professional wrestling? Now, of course, it's been six years since we last saw Christian wrestle. But, hey, took Daniel Bryan a while, took Edge a while. Even Paige came back at one point. Anything is possible. So, on that note, we're here to ask, quite simply, who would he face? And we start, obviously, with the alphabetical order. 
So as many of you guys know, we here at Heel Turns and Headlocks are huge fans, brain especially, of the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. If you also listen to this podcast regularly, which, you know, we appreciate, you would know that we're big TNA guys. Um, Back in, I believe it was 2007, AJ Styles and Christian were a part of an alliance with each other. Christian's Coalition is what they actually called themselves. Very entertaining um, three-man stable with Tomko, Tyson Tomko as well. They have a history. Um, they've they've teamed. They've faced. It'd be a really cool callback for one of Christian's greatest opponents in AJ Styles to see that yet again in a WWE ring. It'd be a lot different, obviously, given the fact that Christian hasn't performed in, I believe it's been six years since his last match. Yep. So, and we've made mention of this before. We're going to say it a million more times. AJ Styles could wrestle a broom and would have a killer match. We're not comparing Christian to a broom, though, because as you guys know, we're big Christian fans here. Christian's a much better wrestler than a broom. What I am saying is if you're going to put Christian in the ring with anyone and you know that their quote-unquote dancing partner is going to deliver, it's going to be AJ Styles. Yeah, uh, look. AJ earlier this year showed that he can do a cinematic match in a great way when he took on the undertaker and had one of the best matches of 2020. He obviously stole the show and had a match of the year candidate again with Daniel Bryan for the intercontinental championship. AJ is 43 years old and you would never even think it when you watch him in the ring because he moves like he's in his prime. AJ never rest, never rust. That's his catchphrase. It's, Kind of true. The guy never slows down, and that's why he's where he is today. Brian's got that shirt, by the way, that never rust, never settle shirt, brother. That is true. I do have that shirt. And, and look, <laughs> AJ Styles, one of the best of all time, plain and simple. They have history together. The only match they've ever had each other was not a nationally televised match, which is reason enough to call this a dream match. AJ and Christian, hey, if we get anything like Edge and Randy in the greatest match ever, sign me up. And I guess on the topic of Edge, well, Edge. There you go. If if you're going to have Christian come back and Edge is around, kind of makes sense to reunite really one of the greatest tag teams in WWE and professional wrestling history, right? It, it kind of makes sense. And if you're not going to reunite them, put them across the ring from each other. Edge and Christian, essential. Essential during the Attitude Era. They were one of the driving forces behind the swing from WCW leading the Monday Night Wars to WWF ultimately prevailing and Christian in the eyes of many people, bears and mine included, was the better wrestler, was the more interesting character and accomplished less. Let's bring that to the forefront. Let's focus on the fact that Christian is underrated, damn it, and Perhaps nobody is as responsible for Christian being underrated than the man who casts a shadow over him. 
it's crazy to think of the impact pun intended brother but it's crazy to think of the impact that edge and christian left in tag team wrestling because they only tagged for three years three years before christian ultimately did end up um double turning edge after edge won the 2001 king of the ring tournament christian got jealous so what did he do wet full heel brother on his brother well storyline brother and they had that killer feud for edges intercontinental championship at the time they kind of went back and forth with it look this is one of those matches where history repeats itself and it can be booked so simply because again the story's there the history is there Edge proved in that match with Randy Orton in particular when he did come back and at the Royal Rumble when he returned, you know, Edge has still got it. And we're inclined to believe that if Christian is healthy enough, he can still bring it too. So again, why not put these two together where it's one of those things where built-in story, perfect built-in story, because again, Edge and Christian aren't just one of the greatest tag teams in WWE history, but they're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Sign me the F up. Absolutely. Look, Edge and Christian, they have the history. We all know it. I'm sorry for using this term again. It books itself. And quite frankly, the way we look at it, well, if we left Edge off, we would be lying, wouldn't we? And for that reason, it's an obvious, obvious inclusion on this list. Edge and Christian, always an entertaining kind of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Battle, if you will. And really one of the reasons why is because history. And if history is the topic, then history is where we continue to go. Christian and Edge, of course, that would steal the show. But if you'd rather put Christian over there on SmackDown... Maybe he could go up against another man he has a great deal of history with, and that is Jeff Hardy. Now, obviously, Edge and Christian have a great deal of history with the Hardy Boys, including the landscape-altering TLC match at WrestleMania and countless other matches before and after that. Jeff Hardy is in a bit of a career renaissance, if you will, Coming back to SmackDown and WWE, he's 43 years of age and just held the Intercontinental Championship again. And it kind of seems like before it's all said and done, Jeff Hardy might hold a world championship one more time with the company that, quite frankly, has really had his back in a lot of ways that most companies wouldn't be willing to. Now, That right there, again, gives you all you really need to know. What about Christian, right? Forget about now. You know, right now we're all thinking, well, can he come back? The concussions, the injuries, it might be over. And it might be. But what about when Christian was having his final run? What about when Christian was supposed to be able to smell his flowers before it was over? As we all know, Christian never really got the same treatment as Jeff Hardy, even though, you know, Jeff Hardy left WWE for the same company that Christian did, and Jeff Hardy happened to do it on multiple occasions. 
Christian is seemingly punished for that. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Jeff Hardy, not so much. This is another story where you have two incredible storytellers who can really develop something in and out of the ring that fans are inevitably going to want to see. Christian versus Jeff Hardy. I mean, any combination of Edge and Christian and the Hardy boys has always, always been money. But look, Jeff Hardy versus Christian one-on-one in a meaningful setting. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it kind of feels like we never got that. And that seems nuts. The only time that I can think of the two facing each other, I believe, was for the European Championship back in the Attitude Era. Um, but other than that, it was not another. Excuse me, it was never anything of significance. But you know, the European title was significant, of course, but there was no story to it. Yeah. In the year 2020 or 2021, whenever you know we hypothetically book Christian's return, the story's there. We saw the Edge and Matt Hardy feud. Now, granted, different circumstances, of course. There was some infidelity involved and all that good stuff, but this is a little different because, again, these, these are two guys that have claims as being one half of some of the greatest tag teams of all time. Yeah. You know, you could throw Bubba Ray in there for a triple threat or Devon Dudley, whatever that you want to do, but there's so many ways to make this feud Super cool, especially considering, again, Bray mentioned Jeff Hardy's having a killer year. And I think Bray's right in the fact, in the regard that Jeff's not done. He's nowhere near done. He's probably going to have another champ, like world championship brain under his belt before all is said and done. Yeah. Why not Christian? And that's been a question for a long time. Why not Christian? Why can't he have that moment? And well, if you really want to tell that story, which you should, maybe have him go up against the guy who took that moment away from him, Randy Orton. Randy Orton is... Thank you, thank you. Fourth on our list, but realistically, it is alphabetical, could easily be number one. Uh, Randy and Christian have extensive history. They had one of, really one of the best feuds in wwe history and on top of that if you look back and remember june 15th 2020 is when christian made what seemed like it would be a comeback against randy orton obviously he was blindsided and assaulted but that is an episode that was one of the five most watched programs on television that night One of the reasons for that is because, plain and simple, people love Christian. It's true. And by the way, that was the most watched episode of Monday Night Raw between, for I think, a period of over a month. People cared. It was interesting. It was compelling. And I think that there's way more of a story to tell. And you have two guys who are perfectly capable of doing it for those of you who are unfamiliar christian and randy orton had an incredible feud over the world heavyweight championship late in christian's career and it kind of told a real story about you know one more chance one more chance to do what christian never could do and 
it was emotional. And I think having him come back and obviously he's had some interactions with Randy Orton recently at clash of champions. He helped drew McIntyre beat Randy Orton in that incredible ambulance match to retain the title, the WWE championship. I think most people would agree that if Christian can go one more match between he and Randy Orton, that's, that's main event worthy. Besides the match with Edge, there's no other match on this list that writes itself. And above all else, remember at Extreme Rules 2011, when Christian finally won the big one, it was a long time coming. Everybody remembers he lost that very world championship just five days later. To who? Randy Orton. That's what sparked that excellent feud brand previously alluded to and again this is one of those things where christian comes back and he's like you know what i have unfinished business and you know they had that killer feud for the world championship and that in turn gave christian two total runs with the title he should have gotten plenty of more we're big christian fans on this podcast big maybe even bigger than edge yeah let's just say it we are bigger christian fans than we are of edge correct just just so damn good so damn underrated even though he's gonna he's inevitably gonna be in the hall of fame not the point the point is this story above all else on this podcast writes itself when christian defeated alberto del rio for the vacant world championship in extra at extreme rules in 2011 everybody thought about damn time that crowd erupted for christian because the audience knew the wwe universe knew that it was time Well, what happened five days later, again, previously mentioned, Randy Orton slithers his way into a championship opportunity, beats Christian, and that's, again, it did start a great feud, but you can do that again in 2020 or 2021 whenever we fantasy medically clear Christian to compete. It's just one of those things where Christian comes back and says, I need one more match. One more match. That was his big thing with Randy. One more match. Give him that one more match now and give it to him against Randy Orton. I guarantee it'll deliver still if Christian were able to compete. Yeah. And and that's obviously the important context. If he can't go, he can't go. That has been established. Regardless, as Bear said, when Christian beat Alberto Dario at Extreme Rules to win the title one of the best moments of the decade. I mean, e- even the match that they had at SummerSlam a few years later when Del Rio retained, that's, you know, that, that was a really good SummerSlam where a lot of entertaining things happened that night. And I think sometimes people forget how damn good that match was, how damn good that feud was really though. it That's the point you put Christian in the ring with anybody and he shines. He's an, a genuinely intriguing character. He's a great wrestler. He can cut a hell of a promo. It just seems like, well, maybe Edge constantly stole the spotlight that could have been his. And that kind of sounds similar to a current wrestler today. And that is why number five on our list is Sami Zayn. Now, Perhaps you agree with us, Sami Zayn. That sounds perfect. 
Perhaps you think we're idiots. Why would you choose Sami Zayn over, let's say, Kevin Owens? Well, because that's the point. Kevin Owens is always chosen over Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's big moment that was years in the making in NXT ended with Kevin Owens beating the living hell out of him. He couldn't even enjoy the night with that title. Everybody had to be talking about Kevin Owens. He gets called up, steals the show against John Cena in a United States Championship match. But nobody remembers that. They just remember when Kevin Owens beat John Cena in a match that wasn't even for the United States Championship. Now, we're huge Kevin Owens fans. We're not complaining. Kevin Owens deserves to get pushed as much as humanly possible. But what about Sammy, right? And it's kind of the same thing. What about Christian? Sammy Zayn is capable of doing things in and out of the ring that very few people in the world are capable of doing. Same story for Christian. There's Edge and there's KO thriving without them, almost acting like they never needed them. If you want a built-in story, I think you got it. Brian mentioned this to me before, and I was dumbfounded. And I know he got this from someone on Reddit, but Sami Zayn is the Christian to Kevin Owens being Edge. Kevin Owens has had those opportunities that Sami Zayn hasn't. Same thing. Edge got plenty of opportunities against numerous opponents, just like Edge. Kevin Owens and Edge, they're... While Kevin Owens is not as accomplished as Edge yet, he's more accomplished than Sami Zayn. It, you know, again, it's funny because right now I'm reading um, Edge and Christian were recently, last year before Edge returned, they were with, they were interviewed by Fightful. So this is courtesy of Fightful.com. Edge said himself, I would like to see Christian wrestle Sami Zayn. You two would have an amazing match. To which Christian replied, I had great matches with everybody. I'm amazing. <laughs> I would like to give everybody the dream match they've wanted. Christian versus Shark Boy. No, I think Sami Zayn would be good. He'd probably be annoying to put the match together with. As long as everyone agrees my ideas are best, there's no problem. I got to wrestle Rollins as a Shield member, but I'd like to go with this new evolution. What about Edge and Christian versus the Revival or the Usos? The plants, the... The plants are seeded, right? Is that how the saying goes? It's there. You know, again, these two guys that are just super good at being annoying. We're not calling them annoying human beings, but their characters, we perceive them as annoying. Sami Zayn, the great liberator, and Christian. I mean, in retrospect, who calls themselves Captain Charisma? Who calls himself a guy, you know, who calls himself the instant classic if you're not full of yourself? This guy said he could put a five-star match with Shark Boy. Christian versus Sami Zayn would be one of those matches where it's like, yeah, absolutely. And again, seeds are planted, it's there. And above all else, Sami Zayn can say, you know, hey. I'm not the I'm not the Christian to Kevin Owens's edge. I'm better than Christian ever was. Obviously, yeah. that's a lie because Christian 
one of the best of all time, according to Brian and myself. Quote us on that. Great chemistry. I, I, I just imagine they'd have great, great chemistry together. Both of them are very underrated in the ring. Again, we've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Sign me the F up. Yes. And look, if nothing else, the promos that we get between Christian and Sami Zayn would ultimately be worth it in the end. And if you really don't want to see that, fine. We'll make a case for the other guy. Pull our teeth, will you? Just kidding. We love Kevin Owens. We think Kevin Owens is one of the best wrestlers, not only in the world, but of this generation. And ideally, he gets a few more world title reigns to pad his Hall of Fame resume so he can ultimately go down as the living legend that he is, a pioneer of modern independent wrestling. Uh, you know, Obviously, he was a huge star in Ring of Honor, PWG, etc. He was crucial to the growth of NXT and in the few years that he spent on the quote unquote main roster, he has been absolutely dominant. A former universal champion, a former intercontinental champion, multiple times over former United States champion, multiple times over. So why does he need to face Christian? Cause it would be entertaining as hell. Kevin Owens. Look, if you're going to put Christian in the ring, I know this sounds bad, but hear me out. You need some element of danger, right? You, you need it to be, you know, kayfabe aside. You need it to be safe enough that he's not going to get hurt. He has a history of concussions, but you need a real threat to him that makes it seem like this sympathetic baby face, which Christian has rarely been in his career, is worthy of our sympathy. And Kevin Owens is the kind of guy who assuming the fiend changes him i mean he's a prize fighter right he's a threat to everybody and the kevin owens we know and love pretty damn remorseless so i mentioned before on the previous episode of five dream feuds for edge that edge and christian once once had a podcast called enc's pot of awesomeness christian sang christian and edge both would sing kevin owens praises saying like that's a guy we could definitely get into the ring with if we ever could, you know, back then edge at the moment, couldn't ever get back in the ring again, but, it, but both edge and Christian have both, you know, they've both said Kevin Owens just knows what he's doing, knows his way around a ring, knows his way around a match. Kevin Owens. We've alluded to this before. And we've said this about like a guy like AJ styles. We've said this about Kenny Omega. You put Kevin Owens in the ring with anyone He's going to give you a good match. So that element for Christian to be quote unquote safe after all the concussions he suffered, you put him in the ring with a guy like Kevin Owens and it works. Kevin Owens makes everything look super believable in the aspect of making things look real in pro wrestling. You know what I mean? But above all else, you know, all these matches that we mentioned, including this one, just, it would tell a story. We're big on stories. We're big on moments on heel turns and headlocks. And I think that's exactly what Christian and Kevin Owens could do. I think that's why Kevin Owens, you know, we've, we've kind of tossed around a couple more ideas as to who else could be an honorable mention, but I think Kevin Owens was the best bet, best fit, right? Absolutely. And obviously the ties of Canada, the ties of 
Kevin Owens being an edging Christian fan. Look, at some point, you just got to take a step back and go, you know, that match would be pretty damn good. And Kevin Owens versus Christian, match, feud, story, etc. That's money. And obviously, we're hopeful that we get to see Christian in any capacity on WWE television because the guy is a legend. He is the instant classic. Christian is responsible for some all-time, excuse me, all-time great moments. And really, if we can't, it's unfortunate, but we hope that just like with Edge, we'll get to see Christian go out on his own terms. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening. Uh, I know we say this every single episode, but we mean it. Your support means absolutely everything to us. We are not confident. We are on cloud nine with the success that we've had. Everything has just been incredible to watch, see, and experience. And that's all because of you. So thank you for supporting us. I guess on that note, we've got a a number to plug. I'm going to plug it until one of you. You know what? You know what? Here's what we're going to do on this episode. Gonzo, if you're listening, you're just dis- you're not included. And uh, Joe, if you're listening, you're not included because you both already won shirts. I believe it was episode one and two. You both won shirts. Maybe it was like episodes four and five. I don't know. Whatever the case may be. The first person, I don't care where you live. You can live in Africa. You can live in Canada. You can live in Idaho. I don't care. 614-450-0366. The first person to text that number. You know what? We're resorting to that, brother. The first person to text 614-450-0366 and engages in a conversation with Brian and myself about this episode. We're going to we're going to keep it to this episode. Just text me the word Christian for fuck's sake. I don't care. 614-450-0366. You're going to get a shirt, a, an official heel turns and headlock shirt. Color of your choice. We have two beautiful colors available, black and gold. And yeah, I'll ship it anywhere you want. Ideally, you're local, so I don't have to ship it to you. But if you're, like I said, in Idaho, Canada, Africa, wherever you are, we have a couple of listeners in India. If you're in India, you hear this and you want to text us, do it. I don't think I could say it any better than that. And on that note, thank you all for listening. Stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Thank you all. We love you. And uh, as always, if there's only one thing you're going to do today, keep on loving professional wrestling. Boom. You've been listening to Heel Turns and Headlocks with Bear DiGiulio and Brian LaPrey. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon with more. But until then, reach out on Facebook at Heel Turns and Headlocks on Twitter at heel underscore turns underscore pod and on Instagram at heel turns and headlocks. We'll see you next time.